for the season. To do fast and fight, we got no reason. People come along, let's come together and turn this song where we sing. As we say, welcome to Let's Talk Soca with our special guest, Tedison John. Make sure that, you know, you share the live. Our very special guest from the beautiful island of St. Lucia will be joining us shortly. So for those of all you locked in right now, just let me know what's your favorite song from Tedison John. Large up the whole Weebleed Soka crew on the inside. The crew from St. Lucia, my 758 people. Large up all yourselves every time. You know, Teddy St. John is from St. Lucia. He's been representing for a long, long time in this industry. And right behind me, in terms of the background music that is playing, is Teddy St. John's first ever Soka release called Coming Down the Road. So make sure that all you are, you know, go and check it out if you're not familiar with this song. This is one of the songs that brought Tedis and John into the industry. DJ Loverboy, large up yourself. I am King, large up yourself. Large up all the soca junkies all across the globe. I want to say a special season's greetings to everyone right now. All who might be painting, all who making sorrow, harm, all that good stuff. Hope that everyone is enjoying themselves right now. So as we wait for Tedison John to join in, let me know what's all your favorite song from Tedison John. Drop them in the comments right now. And as you guys know, you know, Tedison, he's responsible for songs like X Games, Kitesa, Vent. And most recently, he dropped an album, you know, an acoustic album called Caribbean Moscato. And if you haven't had a chance, make sure you go and stream the album now. It's up on all the major um, streaming platforms like Apple Music, for those of all in the Caribbean, Tidal, Spotify, all over Amazon Music. You can go and get it. Go stream it one time. You can also watch the live show on YouTube. So as we wait for Tadison to join in, I'm seeing a couple people here say that they like Vent. See Ali is their favorite song from Tadison. Big tunes, big tunes. And as I right behind me is the first of a song that he sang in Soka music, Coming Down the Road. You know, a classic tune for those of all the who are from St. Lucia, you might know it. Taddy! Oh! Check one, two, one, two. You hear me good? Yeah, man. Vibes. Evening, my brother. Season's greetings. How are you? Same to you, my brother. How are things? Thanks. Things good, you know? Yeah. I'm alive and well. We almost at the end of, the, of what would have been a very challenging year for most yeah. people. Yeah. So I'm just thankful to be alive, thankful to be here. Yeah, me How are you going? Likewise. I'm okay. Everything is... Um... Same thing as you said, grateful to be alive and, and um just grateful for the for the things that we sort of used to take for granted before. So um I'm happy, you know, I'm 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 okay. 
considering all. Considering all, thank yeah. God, right? We have to yeah. count the small blessings. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to welcome you to, um, to the Let's Talk Soka show on Live Love Soka alongside the Soka Analyst platform. Yeah, and man. we know, you know, despite everything, you've been busy during this pandemic, you know, seeing you on lives, we see you making music. Yeah. Most recently, you dropped your Caribbean Moscato album. What yeah. kind of thing going on? Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. Um, we just been, there was a, there was a rough patch. Um, there, there still is, but it's probably in a much clearer space right now where you learn to, to coexist with the situation. You cannot fight something that you can't change. You can't bust right. your head around something that you can't change. So when I, um, when I realized that um, is when everything started to be a little bit much more clearer for me and um i just started to 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 focus on 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 what i have a passion for you know which right. is which is music you know and that's where everything um came from um i have an amazing team of musicians around me um people with that energy people with that vibe people with that you know so i just we just basically got together and, and, and decided to to put out a creative piece of, of work. Nice. And what uh, an amazing project it's been, right? I know Thank that you. Um, you and your team, you worked so hard. You incorporated a lot of the local talents as well mm -hmm. during the, uh, the showcase. So tell yes. us, for those that you know, may not be familiar with the whole Caribbean Moscato album, what was it like putting together that project? Um, a, a, a lot of people that probably knew me said um, I went back full circle because um, before Soka Music, everything that I came from, you know, I came from, um, I came from gospel, I come from jazz, I come from R&B, I come from, you know, the French, especially the French side of jazz also. I right. come from all these things. Um, so it was just a mixture of, 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 of what I came from till now. I could not have done it um, when I was just trying to get known into the soca industry because I guess people would be like, okay, this guy, they, they, they don't know you know, where I, I, I came from, but just doing something like that. So I waited until, I waited a couple of years till um, my name was kind of cemented in, you know, the soca arena or, or, or the soca industry. And, and, and right. it, like, the name became a staple. So it's like, while I have the attention of people, you know, and, and, and people know Teddy now, now I can probably, you know, come around it you understand and and do something um like that um it, we just wanted to have a different conversation you know we wanted to open up the conversation a little bit more we wanted to um we wanted to do something different you know i right. I, I wanted to i wanted to, to do something like when you strip the when you strip the noise around the music 
and then you get the, 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 just the lyrics and to put something beautiful around it that can still make the song what it is. Um, I must admit, some of, the, some of the songs I prefer in the acoustic version <laughs> than even the... the, the, the um, yeah, original. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I will say um, well, well yeah. done. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, you know, considering that you put out this project, right? Mm -hmm. uh, an album that everyone can go out and stream. How important is it for artists, especially in our industry, mm -hmm. to release the albums, the EPs, and, you know, other bodies of work? Um, it, it's very important because we know we're near where we're supposed to be. You know, we're not even scratching the surface of what, you know, we're supposed to be where, you know, um, a, a category or, or buying music or streaming music is. Reggae, reggae is the lowest streaming category, right? Officially, right. the lowest streaming category. Um, and you would think reggae has it together because it looks like they have it together. If right. reggae is the, 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 the lowest streaming category, Soka not scratching, not even in the conversation. And it's because of, 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 of our practices. It's because of how seasonal it, it has become. You know, every, every year, you know, we look to put out one or two songs and hoping that that one song become the hit song. And then that one song, you know, we take that one and we go with. And then everything else that we've done, we pack aside. You know, right. like it, 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 like we just turn our back. It's the most disposable music that you know I've, I've I've seen, and that's what we have to change, and and that's why I wanted to do something where the conversation was different. I wanted to do something to open it up a little bit. I wanted to do something that um, you know, people can actually go buy and 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 go purchase and go, you know, because that's not something that will play in the clubs. Number one. Right. You know? So you're not gonna get it in the you're not gonna get it every everywhere. You understand? So um that was one of the reasons why we wanted to do that. We just wanted to change the conversation and hopefully we change the narrative and change the way people think, you know, ab ab about it. I believe that we need to be doing more bodies of work. There's nobody doing bodies of work. I big up Kess, you know, on his album, I big up Destra. On an album, I break up Problem Child. Yes. On his album, Lyrical. Every every Everybody. soca artist that's, that decided to go do a body of work, you know, I think if they got fans and they got followers and they got fans of, of soca music and their personal fans, I think they should go support it. You know, that's just what it is. They, they should. They shouldn't be... I mean, come on, you're streaming a song for, for 99 cents or you're buying an album... For under ten dollars, I spend ten dollars to cut my hair. And I don't even have hair. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I think I think we 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 don't need we don't need a we don't need a, a to sign any petition to get Soka, you know, to what it is because we we are we already been heard, but we cannot have a conversation with the people that we want to have a conversation because we're not doing the right things. And that's just what it is. We're not, we're not doing the right things. 
I agree yeah. with you. Full yeah. on, Teddy. You see, yeah, this, this is why Teddy is one of my favorites. For everyone <laughs> locked in, you guys have to understand, Teddy is one of the realest artists that I know. And he's, <laughs> he's plain talk. Granted, he's a nice guy. He's very honest with everything that he has to say. And to those of all in the comments, lot of anyone who's already bought or streamed the Caribbean Moscato album from Teddy. Thank you very much, guys. I mean, I have, I have a lot of, of people around me that are very straight. I don't have yes people around me. I don't want the yes people around me because when you have yes people around you, it prevents you from growing. It, you exactly. feel comfortable. You feel that like you've made it. So I, I, I'm not even scratching where I'm supposed to be yet. You know, but I am. I know what I want to do, and and you know, I I'm just trying to open up the conversation. But there's just a lot that we doing wrong, you know, as soca artists. That's why we're in the position that we're in right now. Right. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, I gotta again. I gotta commend you and the team for doing what was necessary to you know bring out this project. I want to lodge up. Of course. I want to lodge up the father in the chat. He's a, a soccer artist as well, okay. based in uh, the Florida area. Now, a lot of people, they, especially the entertainers, they're not really sure what goes into a whole album, as well as the virtual concert that you used yeah. to launch the album. Yeah. So I know that um, you had Barry Hype and Levi yeah. Chin yeah, yeah. to help kind of debut and open you up to yeah. for the performance of yeah. the album. Yeah. So the question is, what is required for you know an acoustic concert? What was the planning like? Um, it it one thing I will give you the story of of the entire how this ended up being because I think one thing just started to lead to another. And my management started to hold their head. He got a bullet just like mine. And he was almost growing hair because there's so many things that I wanted to do and how I wanted it to, to, to look. I'm a, I'm a fan of concerts. I like looking at live concerts. I like looking at live shows. I like listening to the sound, the, the, the audio coming through a live concert. I, I, my last concert, live concert that I went to was um, Chris Brown. That was, in, that was the Indigo Tour. In in, oh, in, huh. in Buffalo, I went to that, and while everybody jumping, you know, I, I I I went to the I went to the the VVIP area, and the reason why I did is to see what they do. So you know, I ain't got Chris Brown money, but I can you know think of something that I can give fans, and they can be like, wow, you know, they've never. So while people jumping in a front and waving, my eyes just watching everything. Never. Thing. You know, I'm watching everything, and I'm 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 looking to see I'm okay. I'm hearing the different sounds going in, what tracks going in, where, how the person's mic sounds, what what is coming out from his mic, how do you use the environment of a of a a, a, a stadium compared to something in a in an open air? Because I have never been in a stadium before, so I right. like to do these things. So the the album came across where um. I, I don't know if you remember there was in November we did um we did a, a, a vibe of, of I decided to put out a an acoustic, acoustic version yeah. of Kite Sa, right? Yeah, Kite Sa and, and we had a hashtag just so so I was like I told my band, um, guys, let's just put this out. We're gonna call it just so. Hashtag just so because we're doing it just so. There's right. a reason. 
so let's do it out. And then we did a version of X Games, Private Ryan X Games. Right. And then um, when we saw the response that people started to give Kitesa and, and, and Creme de la Creme, we did underneath the, the vibe. And then when we saw what, how people started to be with Private Ryan, you know, X Games, because he put out the acoustic before the actual original, you know? Right. So um, we were like, nah, I was like, shit, something going on here that we, we need to check. And I think what, 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 made, me, what made me say, let's do an album, um, when we were going from Uber Soka Cruise, we were traveling from Miami to Orlando to catch the boat. And then somebody tagged me and they were driving. So they took the audio from Private Ryan's mix, you know, right. the, the Private Ryan's um, Instagram. And it said, listening to the acoustic sounds of Tedison John. So when that happened, I said, okay, shit, guys, let us go. We're going to do this and we're going to organize. And everybody in my band, the energy was so up. They're like, boss, let's go. Wanna big up Casey on, on bass, Zach on guitar, Pepe on keyboards, Shaq on percussions, Daniel on, on keyboards and audio engineering the project. Um, and we, we, we came to work every day. We vibed every day. We came in and and made sure we went over these songs and we had the acapellas of these songs and, and we just wanted to strip. When we, when we start putting the music together, everything just started to come and we just started to, to arrange together. And then um, when we thought it was ready, um, after, after that, I went to Trinidad. You understand? When we thought after Trinidad, when I came back to St. Lucia, we were going to, you know, continue we, we we took a little break but right we had time to record the 11 songs um but when we thought it was ready it was not and then i remember sending it to one of my international buddies one of my idols you have no idea and to have his contact and talk to him directly when i sent it over he was like teddy this not ready yet it's like he's like it, it it's it's this is about 80% ready. This is not ready yet. So we went back in and we re-recorded the entire album. And, okay. that is, and that is when, while we there, we got the girls, you know, we got Rochelle and, 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 and her friend, you know, and we got, we, got, we got the girls to, and then I started, I did one week rehearsals with them um, for us to organize our harmonies and our parts because that is my kind of thing. And then after doing that week with them, I did another week with the band and then we put that thing together and the girls recorded on the first, the first time we recorded, the girls was not there. It was just me. And then we wanted to do backups and just different kind of things and we brought in the girls and, and it was amazing from there. Then I said I wanted to, um, I said I wanted to, have a, a a live, you know, IG kind of vibe. You understand? I I I wanna I wanted to do that. And and then we decided to to really take it there and put in something properly. You know, my management team two two thirty eight um square miles we came together and then we organized um the location as to where it would have been and I wanted to show a little bit of what's in Lucia 
Right. You know, it's and you good. definitely see the scenery too in the live concert itself. Yes. I, I I I I wanted to show a little bit of what St. Lucia was. So a lot of people thought that was sort of like a painting in the back, but that was live. Live, so, yeah. You know, so you get two birds with one stone. You show the beauty of St. Lucia plus um beautiful music, you know, by the band. So that's what it was. And then just the, the production behind it, making sure the lighting was right making sure the sound was right, making sure the engineering of the sound that you hear every piece of equipment, you understand from percussions to chimes, to, to, to the shakers, to the guitars, to the vocals of the girls, everything. And it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And it costs to it. It costs. <laughs> Lord. For sure. And that is why, again, I stress this to everyone who's locked in. Make sure you go and stream the project, you know. Yeah, you, At you the end of the day, in order for soca music, in order for artists to make soca music, you have to go out and support. You, you, you have to, and and I want people to know. A lot of people don't know, I guess, what it takes to to, to actually, you know, put out music. We have a we have a line of people that we deal with. You know, we deal with writers. You know, sometimes you have two, three writers on a project. They got to get yep. paid. You know, the person taking care of your artwork got to get paid. The person taking care of your 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 if I want to bring in somebody and do a live base and do a live something for me, I got to pay them. If I got to if we decide to do a music video for the song, I got to you know pay. I got to pay exactly. So we have a long list of people. The artwork for the song is something you know. If you're putting up a song, first thing you tell me send the artwork or send the link or send. I got exactly. to pay. You know, so the money, the money goes a long way, even if it's small from the, the actual streaming, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sense on the streaming, but I prefer people to go to iTunes and go buy it. Right. You understand? You can stream, but streaming really, I mean, don't really bring in anything. I, I prefer you go, you know, if you love what you're hearing, go pay and nine ninety nine for it. And it's that. Yeah, man. Vibes. So now, you know, changing gears just a little bit, in the start of the interview, you know, you had mentioned you came from the jazz and the gospel, you know, background. Yeah. We know you used to be in a band called Blue Mango. It Tell is. us about that. I, yeah. <laughs> um, Blue Mango is my, this is my jazz side. These are the guys that taught me or expose me to more of the French side of jazz. Mm, okay. You understand? They expose me to the French side of jazz. So if you notice in a song like Creme de la Creme, where I was doing the beatboxing with my mouth in the beginning of the song, this is a type of percussion that I learned in Cayenne. You understand? I learned that, and this is called the goka percussion. So you can do it with your mouth like <laughs> So it's a different type of energy, but it's more French. So I learned right. that on these guys. So we've been with Blue Mango, I've been probably touring the, the French islands, you understand, Madnique, Guadeloupe, Cayenne, as far as Paris you know, with them opening music festivals and doing that kind of stuff and, and singing in French, you know. So they give me the opportunity to do that. 
um, the, the main keyboard player, the, the, the leader of the band is the director of the School of Music, Richard Payne. And the bassman, the main bassman is my brother, you know, Francis John. Wow. Yeah, man. So how long did you, um, you know, tour and, you know, work with Blue Mango? Well, it, it was probably for about two, two to three years. Um, I, started, I started that jazz scene from probably 2000, probably 2000, 2001. Because before it was Blue Mango, it was Sojourn. You understand? Mean the journey. And um, it, we opened for the late Lufa Vandross that year. You understand? The year after we did um, open for Patti LaBelle. And they, we had um, Air Supply. And, and, and then after, in, in 2007, when I got into, into Soka. the Soka kind of vibe. And then um, 2010, I sort of became my own person with the band you know that's where we open for three songs and, and r kelly and neo and all kind of things so you know hey, yeah you see Olya, teddy has had a long journey from 2000 to where he is now and you see all the people he opened for him. so from being in that band and from the jazz side what would you say you've learned that's kind of helped transform you into being a better artist I mean, just the whole being a musician um, helps because nobody can fool me in a studio. I mean, you can't, you can't give me a six or a nine in a, in a, in a, in a studio. It, it don't work. You know, I know these things. I play these instruments. You understand? So you can't, you can't fake that around me. I, I, I play drums. I play keyboards. I play bass. You know, um, I, I produce in, in soca. Uh, me just coming out, I wanted to sort of like hold these different elements in and not really do anything because my first time coming out. So you don't really want to push thing and you want to get in, but you don't want to, you know. And and then it's just it's just um from from Ale um is when I started to to to, to push more of my productions or be more mm -hmm. involved, you know, eighty to ninety percent involved in the production of the music, but. Coming from where I come from, I just learned music. I learned harmonies. I learned everything. That that's where I come from. So I love harmonies. I love, you know, sevenths and ninths and, and, and different things and chords to make, you know, I you know you can make harmonies to make it make sense. And right. different harmonies that can fit. So I learned all of that in in jazz. You know, I learned that in gospel. I learned that in R and B. I'm a lover of of R&B from the 90s to the 2000s. I think that was the best time. For so, sure. Yeah. Hands down. So, life changing. So the, so the Jodeces, the John B's, the Drew Hills, the Boyz II Men, the, the Faith SWV's, you know, everything. That's my kind of... I love that. kind of vibe. So that helps me, that helps me formulate harmonies in, in my air and, and just come up with different kind of things. So it helps when you get into... Ahsoka Arena that when you go to a studio, I've been to studios already where, where I come in and the the, the 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 actual, you know, engineer is like, okay, like, wow, like, you know, you know your shit, you know, like, you know, you just can't play like, you understand? So it helps. It helps. It does. Nice. And I mean, it's good. Nobody could take advantage of cut style on you at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. 
I, it's, it's not even really cutting style. It's you knowing, you yeah. know, like somebody can tell you, okay, that harmony or that bass line, then you know the bass line not making sense. You know, it, it, there, there, there are people that, that in the soca world that gave me opportunities to actually, you know, produce, you know, with them. They didn't have to. Right. You know, but they, they trusted my air and they they realized that I had an air and they were like, Teddy, hey, let's go. Big up Kerwin Dubois. Yes, and we will get to that. So, you know, moving along when it comes to your whole start, right? In the gospel world, in mm -hmm. R and B, you're doing this. Now, I understand during your time too you auditioned for P. Diddy's show, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Uh, the making the band competition. You went and do, you went and do some homework, Teddy. I done. I's a fan of you for years, you know. Thank you, my brother. But I appreciate you know, it. of course. But I know you made it through. I think six rounds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I yeah. I'm, I made it to eight rounds. We yeah. <laughs> and, and I get cut off. I get cut because it was about um, it was about ten rounds, eh? so I made it to eight. Um, um, I didn't tell anybody about that because it, at the time, um, at the time I told, you know, my wife at the time, um, and my barber at the time, I didn't tell nobody. I just went up when I got the call, I was like, shit, I'm going. So I maxed out credit cards and maxed out everything and gone across the world. And, and the guy's like, um, you really came from St. Lucia to do it. I was like, yeah, you know, I... I want to try. I, I want to do that, you know. And um, I remember a question that they asked me, and I think it was the wrong answer. They told me, Teddy, so what are you going to do if we give you this opportunity? I was like, okay, well, when I go back home, you can send me the schedule, and I will come in. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> this is, I, say, I say you can send me the schedule, you know, and I'll go in and come out. You know, I'll go back in and come out. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, Teddy, there's a lot of people that want this. You know, I've seen people sleeping in their vehicles. I've seen people sell everything that they have to come make this audition. So it was for, 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 for Diddy um, making his band. And he, the name of the, the, the album was Last Train to Paris. So he was putting a band together, you know. So out of, I had to audition out of 3,000 drummers, you know, 3,000 drummers, eh? I ain't talking about the, there was drummers, there's keyboard players, there's um, backup singers, there's guitarists, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. So um, I I went up there and I did it and, and I was playing, you know, and, and I met all these amazing drummers. The next door, there was American Idol rehearsals. Lower down was Keisha Cole rehearsals. Lower down was Lil, um, Lil Wayne rehearsals. And this place is a place in... Um, in LA called Center Stage. And anything that you go into, anybody that's going on tour, you understand, this is where you go to prepare. You saw this Michael Jackson clip, this is it? He, a the, while back, but there yes. Was, there, was a, there was a room that he was in when he was in, hit with his musical director going over the chords for the way you make me feel. When he was doing, I was in that exact room. We... For the audition. But I, 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 I got out of it. They, they told me why I went out. And they told me, Teddy, you have to work on your intensity. So if you're playing for Diddy for four hours, and if you're starting and you're hitting your snare, like, pa, 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 you cannot 
you cannot make your snare change the sound like because you're tired. You have to right. keep it that same. You understand? So I had to work on my stamina. And yeah. would you say now, you know, given that whole experience, right, and Ellie and working with them, would you mm. say you've now mastered that, or are you still working at it? I, I am, I am still working on it. I ain't mastered nothing. I am, I'm like a, I'm like a sponge. I know when I came from there, I was like, I was like a sponge, wringing all the experience on my guys. I was like, guys, we not ready for this shit yet. We not ready yet. Y'all think it's a joke. We're not ready yet. We want to do these things. We want to go on tour. We want to fly from here to here. But we're not ready yet. We don't know how to put in the work. We're not ready. These people, you know, and, and I was like a sponsor. I never think, I ain't master nothing yet. I'm still learning. I learn from everybody. You understand? I learn from everybody. So I just learn to use what experience that I get, you understand, to put to what I'm doing presently. So that's nice. why when you see something come out from me, you'd say like, boy, like, yeah, boy. Yeah, Teddy did something because it's because of the different experiences that but I've had, had and what I wanted to do. Nice. And I love to hear that. I love to hear that even someone as established as you is yeah. still working and still learning of course. to do everything possible to you improve have to. the artistry. You, you have to. I'm, I'm not scratching where I'm supposed to be yet, where I want to be yet, where I aspire to be. You know, I am I am learning along the way and just enjoying the journey and, and, nice. and watching the doors that can open, creating the networks, that kind of vibe. For sure. And as we fast forward now, uh, you hinted at it at the beginning, but mm. in 2007 now, yeah, you're transitioning, you come onto the soccer scene. And you came with the song Coming Down the Road. Mm -hmm. Larger Up, uh, I see Busby's in the chat. We speak about that song all the time. Uh -huh. And of course, Large Up, Dr. J, the whole Toronto crew. The first time I ever heard that song was on his show. And you know, from first listen, I could tell, you know what, Teddy? Teddy's going to go far. And that's how I ended up becoming a fan of you thank at you. 12 years old. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My, um, that was my first ever Soka song at that time. I was working on a cruise ship, Celebrity Cruises, um, with a band called Fades Five. Um, Penn was in that band. Um, that's 758, Penn and 858. Yeah. And that time I was still in church too, so I can't, I, I really want to go in there. So Penn was like, Teddy, let me try something now. Let me, you know. But I, I was like, fellas, I have something. I'm hanging a hook for this, you know. So I just vibe in and, you know, came by them. I was like, but I'm not singing the shit. Y'all better give that to somebody else, eh? You understand? So they, they mama guy me, eh? So Penn was like, Teddy, do the thing. I was like, no, bro. Give that to somebody else. So he said, all right, here what to do. Just sing it, you know, sing it like a demo, you know? All the mm. time, them fellas recording everything, you know? Making sure everything <laughs> recognized. Two shake and a break. I heard a song on radio and DJs wheeling that and pulling and beating and beating. All kind of thing. Another time I I I register for some kind of tent. I don't know what I Calypso tent. I ain't no shit about that. I want to cover my face because my mother gonna kick my ass because she know, you know, the <laughs> right. next day's communion and thing in church. You know? So they're gonna beat me. So I don't want to do these things. Um and two shake and a break again. There's end up being a, a groovy competition in St. Lucia. and then I ended up winning. 
Yep. <laughs> Funny how God works, eh? Yeah. I ended up winning. And, and after that, after I won that competition, I couldn't really turn back because everybody wanted to know what Teddy come in with. Like how, you know, so every, everybody in Carnival looked for something, you know, from me for Carnival until they like Teddy. So they right. always, everybody looks to see what Tedison doing or what is what. So I got tricked into it mm. and I'm here. And you're here now. I mean, a lot of penalties, whoever it is, hopefully mm. they tuned in. But, um, you know, with you starting in the industry, do you regret that, you know, you made that decision? Or are you happy that they went forward and leaked the song no, no matter I, what? I, I, I don't regret anything. I didn't regret um, because I really wanted to, to work to a place where I really wanted to be one of those that um, contributed to putting St. Lucia on the map. You know, I, I wanted to because coming from St. Lucia, it was rough. It was yeah. hard. Our music was not noticed. You know, it was a, a Trinidad thing. It was a Barbados thing. That was the two islands that was really, you know, Pumping killing out. It. Yeah, at, at the time. So coming from St. Lucia, it was rough. You know, but you had people like Papa Veda that went out with Walk and Wine. Then you had um, my brother Ricky T, you know, yeah. who went on with, um, with Pressure Pressure Boom. Boom. But I always wanted to be one of those that would be able to pick up the flag and take it and fly, you know. And, but do it on a groovy a groovy theme, you know, I'm not a power soaker artist. So do it on a groovy kind of vibe. So that's what right. I was working for. Um, so between 2007 and 2016, you know, I was just trying to find my way, trying to find my branding, trying to figure out who am I, trying to tell my story and not be something that I'm not, you know, trying to, I went through these things, you know, I went through, right. I went through everything. I went through the bumper, the bumper series. I, each song was a bumper, you know? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of tunes that you did come out with that I did like. But yeah. I did notice, you know, the lyrical content was the same. The it, Land of Wine, yeah. the Wine Upon Me, mm, the mm. Wine, uh, the Baka song. Yep. These are, these are songs that happened in a different time because that was with, with Land of Wine and, and Sweet Soka Music and Baka, that was when Precision had Antilles rhythm and all them thing, you know. Yes. So all them time, I still fighting to try to come in and get in and get noticed and said, you know. And yeah. all I ever wanted was just to say, there's somebody in St. Lucia called Tedison John and he does good music and just give him that shot to be seen and just, you know. So that's yeah. what I wanted. That's what I was looking for. And in 2015, that's when things started to change and yeah. that was a pivotal year for you you know you dropped Ali although it didn't do as well as you hoped in St. Lucia it, it didn't, it, it, yeah it didn't it, do, it didn't do anything in St. Lucia because that was the year that I decided to to go inspirational music the, mm -hmm. the name of my concert was called Inspiration M you understand and that was when I I I, I changed it you understand and I when when um Ale came out, I remember DJ Steven put his hands on that, you know? And Steven was like, was very instrumental in just making sure that spread like, you know, wildfire and everybody got to, you know, know what it Definitely. was. Definitely. You understand? So only when it came, only when it went through Trinidad and everybody saw what it was doing over there, 
than everybody? Not quite. Um, I mean, from what I've observed and what I've experienced, this yeah. song played in Nottingham for Carnival. Yes, yes, made its yes. Way th- You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> from it, it did it did the circuit, but it did the circuit. Um, Notting Hill. It did the circuit for Miami. Mm-hmm. It Miami had played like crazy. Yeah, it and did the I song think... for New York. It, it mm-hmm. did the circuit for New York. But everybody knows that everybody waits to see what happens. In Trinidad. In Trinidad. So that's why I was talking from in that, that, that point. But you're right in terms of what it was doing. So when everybody saw it doing what it was doing and started to spread, you know, everybody just embraced it. And that was my breakthrough, you know, time. Yes. And what a time it was. I mean, as much as you tried to find yourself, you finally got you with being yourself yeah. in this industry. Yeah, I did. Um, in, in that time, I, I had to learn what branding was all about. You understand? I had to learn what branding was all about. I had to learn what, um, changing lyrics was all about, you know, positive lyrics was all about, um, that time my team, um, Darwin God and Dahlia God, that's a brother and sister duo down here responsible for branding, responsible for just that whole change of everything, you know, um, and that's where it happened. And then I, I became, and basically the first positive song that I ever did is the song that really got everybody to know who oh, I was. Who you were. People started to look to me and that's the same year voice came out with, um, chest the life, chest the life. So people look at myself and voice as the positive, you know, that road. You know, Definitely, and, and, and we we kind of coined the term conscious soca in a way, yeah. where we want that consciousness in soca, and we look to you and to voice whenever we want that kind of vibe. Thank you. And that's just opening up the conversation of what soca can be. You exactly. know, every year we cannot be singing about the same things. Every year it cannot be a run day. Every year it cannot be a mashup this. Every year it cannot be a, a jump and wave your hands or... You know, every year it cannot be a wang dong. Every year it cannot. They need to have some different forms of element, you know, some different elements uh-huh. in there. And there's a lot of things that people go through that a rum song will not heal. But if you right. hear a song, you understand, like, um, um, if you hear a song like, um, I may not be right for you, but I write for somebody. Right for somebody. You understand? You understand? If, if, if you hear a song like Kite Sa, if you hear a song like X Games, if you hear a song like Vent, if you, you know what I mean? Yeah. There needs to be something and, different for everybody. And that's what I want to take, do. Right. And taking it a step further, you know, even for the audiences that you're catering for, right? Mm. I know one of the major reasons why you shifted is because one of your young fans, I believe it was a young girl, she's asked, you know, Teddy, can you stop singing? You know, I love your music, but the bumper songs, it doesn't really relate to me. Listen to me. When a child tells you this, you need to check yourself and you feel like shit. That's the worst I've ever felt in my life. That was the horn, you know. Wow. When, when a child looks at you, that like, it's like you, you're supposed to know better. And that's, that's the look that I got. That's how I felt. So she was like, you're supposed to know better than that. Can you, can you do something without mentioning bumper? Because everything for you is a bumper. 
bumper this, bumper that, everything for you is that. Can you do something? And that's what I felt. So I felt like a kid just give me a hard slap in my face. <laughs> you know? It's like you got licks for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. When somebody makes you, when, when somebody tells you that, you feel, you literally feel yeah. small. You feel like there's nothing, you know? It, 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 it hurts, you know? Have you, since that's happened, have you ever seen this young lady again? Of course, of course. And she calls out her favorite songs too. You know what, what I mean? So it, 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 shows, it shows that kids listen to what we do. It, it shows that the kind of um, effect that we, we, we want to have, you know, with our music, everybody listens. And everybody wants to be. You, you wanted to be like somebody when you were growing up. Somebody wants to be like you. Right. So when I used to go to these schools and, and, and talk to these kids and give them all kind of thing, I can't be going there with shit. I had to go there with, with, with you know, with stuff that making sense. I had to go there with right. something to inspire. I had to go there with something to, to, you know. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's some real, real, realness way. It is it's the truth. I can only it's the truth. I can only tell you my experience. What works for me is not what working for everybody else. Right. You know, but that's just what happened to me. I remember one day, um, when I won I won Groovy Monarch in St. Lucia and the next day I went to the schools, I went to put on a, a concert in the schools and I was like taking a bunch of soca artists with me to go. And they're like, They're ready, they're ready. On the day of, they call me, they're like, Teddy, but listener, so what are we really going to sing for the kids? I was like, so you see the shit I've been talking to you about? We have to be able to have, you cannot go in, what are you going to sing for them? What are you going to tell them? So there's nothing in your, in your, there's nothing in your content, there's nothing in your catalog, you know, mm -hmm. that can inspire. There's nothing in your catalog, you can, what are you going to say? And that's that's a very good point. You can't go and talk to no kids. You can't go and talk to you. Who are you going to inspire? What are you going to tell them? What are you singing about? If you go to prison and do something, if you go to prison and you decide or they take you to talk to kids in in a in a like let's say like mental health or you know, you go to a prison reform or you go to what are you gonna say? What are you really going to tell the guys? What are you right. gonna what are you gonna sing about? I had to change that. I had to change that. So that is why my songs had to have some sort of message. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a time and a place for everything. When you're in the of course. There's that. With idea. everything, there's a balance. There's a balance. And that's what we need to have. Well said, Teddy. Yeah, man. Lodge up uh, everyone here in the chat. I see everyone is agreeing with you. Lodge up Stefan, DJ Busby, Alicia, the whole crew from St. Lucia as well. My 758 team. Captain big up, big up, big up. Yeah, Syed as well. So let me fast forward a little bit now. Mm -hmm. So it's 2018. You're doing well, you're touring, you're going all about, you see all these different places because of, you know, songs like Ali. Mm -hmm. However, this is also one of the hardest times of your career because Denry segment, mm. trending it, hot, it hot like fire, hot like pepper, black boy, 
he bust on the scene. Umpa bust on the scene. And Freezy. You, you now, Freezy. Yeah. Split in the middle. All kind of thing going on. Yeah. And you now, you have to make a decision because you realize that what trending now. Every, that trend in it. Hot. Nobody in studying Groovy. Nobody in studying this. Denry segment is all that's playing on radio in St. Lucia. Now, despite everything, you chose to, to be yourself and, and stick to what you know. How did you, you know, despite everything going on, how did you manage to maintain your individuality this, and th go forward with Vent? This was one of my hardest years ever. And I tell people, I, I get asked this question. It's funny you, you ask this. Um, it's one of my hardest years ever. Um, I, have different, I have a different way of, of thinking. And I have different people in my circle also to wear. I have some mm -hmm. straightforward people in my circle that don't give me no BS that tell it to me as it is. Okay. You notice trends change every day. Of course. That's right. If you have to follow a trend, you're going to be like a lost puppy. You're going to, be, you're going to lose your identity. If you follow every single thing that happens, okay, this happened now, so you do this happened, okay, that happened there, you go there, and not you're going to lose you. You you lose you. You lose you. Right. I remember having that conversation with blacks, and blacks told me, Teddy, let me tell you something. The day you change your story, my brother, you're done. That's what blacks told me. Right? Wow. I went against the grain. When everybody, all Atise was trying to do Denry and going in a I went against the grain. And I went with Vent. The reason why Vent did what it did and it became the biggest song in St. Lucia in that year, it was simply because it was real. It was a real story. It was a real... Everybody could have identified to Vent. Mm -hmm. It was your personal story. So when people come into you and telling you, yo, that song talking about me, you understand? This song is me. That, this, this, it became everybody's story. And I just realized that if you put out something that is real, people are going to accept it. It don't matter what happens. Right. You understand? And, and that's what happened. I decided to put out something... Real, I decided to put out the truth. I decided to put out reality. And the truth is people don't know you, but they want to judge you. Judge you. It must be something about you. They will smile in your face and they will talk you bad. And they make up a lot of shit that far from the facts. But I'm telling people while you're talking and talking and you're studying me, I will be pressing on and pressing on and doing my thing. Please don't judge me because God don't put you to watch me. And God do not like ugly. ugly. So keep your blasted eyes off me. This is real. So realness and being authentic, you understand, works every time. It doesn't matter what's trending. Good music will prevail and it's going to last. So that's the story. <laughs> and it's that. And it's that. I see I see everyone in here agreeing with you. Lodge of my crew from Trinidad and Tobago as well on the inside. Thank you. Yes. So I'm glad you, you touched on your realness, right? Mm -hmm. You know, present day now, we fast forward to this year. 
you dropped X Games with uh, Private Ryan, and yep. I think Travis Will was on the production as yep. well. Yep. I realized too that you love to work with um, what's his name out of Trinidad? Jeremy Jacob. Jeremy Jeremy has been Jeremy has been with me from Ali. And I am somebody that don't have a big set of people in my circle. I like mm -hmm. people that, you know, if if I'm vibing with you, you understand, I'm vibing with you. I'm there with you. You with me. We there, we going all the way. Jeremy and I had conversations. That's how we write. You know, when I have something, I always send, I'm like the hooker. I have all the hooks. I have melodies, everything. So I'll send that for him. And we're going to have conversations. X Games was a conversation about something true. You understand? A lot of people in relationships, you leave one relationship and then you go to the next. And then you bring the shit from what you were going through from that relationship to another relationship. And you make the poor person, the poor guy or the poor girl that wants to check for you and wants to love you and show you another side, you make them pay for shit that somebody else do. And nothing to do with them. That is why X Games did what it did in terms of being so relatable. Because it's the truth. The truth always works. It's realness, yeah. It's realness. Would you say, to that point, you know, with you two having conversations, is that kind of like how your creative process goes when, it, when you're creating these songs? Yes. Yes. We, 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 we talk. We don't just come and... Somebody will never just come and write a song from Ali. Nobody's never... I got so involved in the music before, everybody used to write songs and give me, Teddy, I have a song for you, you know? How mm. can you write for me and you don't know me, you don't know what I stand for? You're looking to make a quick dollar. So you'll give right. me something that you understand, you have a song. So these guys working with Marshall and working with everybody else, so I'm thinking they're going to check for me, but it's a dollar you really want to make, you understand? So yeah. I keep my circle very small and and... I started to get more involved in the writing of the music and what I wanted to say and the ideas that I had in my head. This is where Jeremy and I started linking and we, we shared these ideas, we shared these melodies, we, we spoke about different things. Kite leave was a conversation, you know, it, 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 it's true. And, and that's, we, we talk about things before we, we actually write over the music. I, have, I always had the melodies, everything I want to hear. And I send it over to him. And then we go back and forth. We have sessions just like you and I right now. Live, we have mm -hmm. sessions like that also. Nice. That is what we're talking about. Yeah, I man. think that, that is a process that works really well for you. And we really appreciate the realness in it. So mm -hmm. wherever Jeremy is, large up yourself. Big up Jeremy Jacob from Trinidad yes. and Tobago. Amazing and humble youth boy. So as we shift just a little bit, Earlier, we did speak about, you know, Denry segment. Yeah. Regardless of, of, you know, what you did in 2018, it still is a big style of music yep. out of St. Lucia. And big it, up it's, the guys. Big it's up doing the guys. real things. Large mm -hmm. up Moto, large up G6 Productions. Everybody. Large up Vigel, everybody. Yeah. Now, I know you put your own spin on a couple Denry rhythms. Yeah. I know you did uh, Troyes yeah. as well as Creme de la Creme, yeah. which carried you well into the, uh, yes. the season this year for Trinidad Carnival. Yes. Um, I guess my question is, would you be open to working or collaborating with more of the local Denry segment artists like a Moto, like a Black Boy? Of course, of course. Moto and I already have something that, that we're going to put out this year. It's already there. That's already recorded. I already recorded that. Um, 
I'm going to work with, with, with the boys. I, I allow them to do their stuff, but there's no way I'm going to try to sound like a black boy or try to sound like a freezy. I wanted, when I did Creme de la Creme, you, it was in a Denry segment rhythm, but you heard Teddy, you know, yep. I didn't lose. I wanted to make sure that I go there and, and just show that it can have that commercial swing to it. It, it. it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the, the go down and touch your this and, you know, go down low and touch your, you understand, bend your back. And it, it, it can be, it can be sexy too. It can be, you know, vibe. It can be, it can be good. So that's where creme de la creme came from. That's where true ways came from. You know, I just wanted to show a different side of the denry. That's all. Understandable. Yeah, so for the youths that are listening right now, because we have a lot of upcoming artists, they, yeah, they're locked in, they're in the chat. Would you say that Denry segment can have a facelift when it comes to the lyrical content? Of course it can. Of course it can. It, it, it needs that. There's a, there's a lot of... The, okay, sometimes you can probably cater to the French. I know Oompa normally travels on the French side, Matnik, you know, Kai and them place there. There's a lot of that. There, there's a, I'm just saying it needs to be balanced a little, a little bit. You understand? Big them up on everything that they're doing. Of you know, course, but it's just it's just a balance for me, and and if 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 I can do a song like Creme de la Creme on a Denry rhythm, that means something else can happen on it as well on that right. same kind of vibe. You understand? So I'm down. Vibes. Yeah, man. So I look, I'm looking forward to hearing the collabs, especially in the on the Denry side. Yeah, I'm yeah, Looking yeah, forward yeah, yeah. to the collaboration with uh, Moto and Private Ryan yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That man. That man. All right. So, we know that you have a, a lot of amazing friends in the industry. Earlier, you spoke about Cohen Dubois and yeah. how he's given you the ability to, um, to produce. Yeah. And I think that you did the Hayes Rhythm back yeah. in 2018 with uh, Fetland, yeah. him and Cohen, yeah. as well as you, uh, Gimme That yeah. on the Hayes Rhythm. Yeah. How did your relationship with Cohen come about now? Um, that, that happened through Dr. J. Dr. J literally called... Um, Cohen to his house and I was there and he sat both of us down by the table and he told Cohen, Cohen, I want you to meet Teddy. This guy has a big heart. This guy has a future. This guy is an amazing individual, beautiful spirit. I want you to be able to, to take him and work with him. Now, Cohen is the kind of person that if he cannot chill out with you and talk shit and just relax, he understand if your energy not matching, you can pay him a million dollars to work with you and write. If your vibe not going with his vibe, it's just not. But Cohen, Cohen, my first production um, was magnetic. You understand? With Cohen. Um, now that's after Too Real. And he won um, Too Real. Eh? He won and Soka Monarchy. Group, the yeah, International Soka Monarchy. Yeah. So the next year, he allowed me to, 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 to work with him. Like I remember us going out. Like I had to get accustomed to real strange studio hours. You know, around 10 o'clock in my bed, Cohen starting a studio session 3 o'clock in the morning. So I had to get accustomed to that. So I remember when I did Magnetic, um, I remember that year, he took a lot of blows online. People were like, you know, from two years, they didn't know what it was, they didn't know how to accept it. And I went back in my hole. I was like, brother, I'm sorry. I know you gave me the opportunity. I went. And he was like, Teddy, listen to me. You understand? Listen to me. You think I'm worrying about what people say? Boy, we have work to do. You're very different. Your air is different. Your vibe is different. Let's go. 
My second track I got to co-produce was Arrogant. You understand? Um, with yeah, and I remember then, that too. Yeah, and then the fullest one was the Hayes Rhythm. You understand? Um, with Fetland and, and Gimme That. And every time we come from a, a place or we come out, you know, we come from a club or something, and he's going through tones and stuff, and he's just going through everything, and we're just sitting there. And that's how I was just on the keyboard, and I just start. And he was like, shit, what you got there? And then we just started to vibe, and we just, everything. So Kerwin is one that I respect a lot because... He allowed me to, to be me. He allowed me to work with him when he didn't even need to. Right. You understand? Because he's a genius by himself. You know, he allowed me to do, he allowed me to, to do that. And I, I appreciate him. And he's one of those I respect the most in the industry because he's a writer. He's a producer. Cohen is not one that you go. Of course. To, you go he's, a, have, he's a triple threat. Yeah. Hands he, down. Yeah, he can write, he, he's produce, not one, sing. Yeah, he's not one that he, he, he has an email with 10,000 songs in it and then you pick and choose which, you know, eight you chicken for the season and you just go and sing them. Cohen writes his own. He produces his own. He mixes his own. You understand? He sings his own. And he's been responsible for a lot of people, you know. You know? One right. of Kess's biggest tunes with less is going you understand so he 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 gave a lot of people a lot of hits in their lifetime so it was right. a privilege for me to, to be in the same room with somebody that i i looked up to and it still is nice and of course large up dr j for making that link of I course jay's a real j of Jay course is a real one jay believed in me when nobody else did jay used to bring me up to toronto you understand to perform and pay me when nobody else knew who I was, you know, Jay been met, dealing with me for from BFF, you know, in the, in the, in the cool house. They, that's how Jay been with me. There's times Jay allowed me to come on his program on G98 and just talk to people around me. Or, or when I went to the stuff with Farm and Happy and the whole big people party thing, you know, Jay was there. Everybody was just, you know. That kind of vibe. So I never forget who's there with me. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen, right? I'm telling you, it's hot <laughs> inside. It's like, it's hot, let's say. Yeah, it's looking so. But yeah, lots of... It's cold by you, man, Jelani. Boy, I don't... Listen, you, I didn't want see, to talk about that right now. I don't... At your home. I don't have that shit here. No, uh, I don't have that here. I don't want it. I don't like being cool. I, I'm a skinny man. I basically weigh less than skinny fabulous. Oh. I, I don't want that. I so my skinny and is one forty-five pounds, you know, for how many years? <laughs> We're trying to say it's a food and and he, and he get a pound. Of course, he can. Don't mind him on his shit. <laughs> yeah, lad. But yes, large up Dr. J. Same way, he's actually one of the reasons hold why on, boy, I'm a fan my, of Teddy. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna put my fan in the living room, boy. It's hot. All right, no scene. Large up everyone is who who are tuned in right now. Uh, we're live with Tennyson John. If you have any questions for Tennyson John, just make sure you put them in the question box below. There's that big thing that has a question mark. You can put it in there and ask any questions. Uh, large up the sport team as well. All who working hard. I see Hook Goddess is in the chat. 
I see my UK team is in the chat as well. New York City, Trinidad and Tobago, St. Lucia, my 758 team. But yeah, we're catching up with Teddy. You know, we're talking about his career. And Woo! right now, we, we're talking ah. about Cohen Dubois and his whole relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. So Cohen is our good friend, right? I know that you made some other friends as you all traveled yeah. to Cuba for the first time, or Cuba to the first yeah. time. I know you traveled with uh, Miguel Maestre, Voice, Lero. Yeah. What was that whole experience like in Cuba? Um, it was an experience that, that, that Cohen number one spoke about that he wanted to do for a while, right? He mm -hmm. always spoke to me about it. He's like, Teddy, I want us to go somewhere where we can get out and just go, go right, do something different, vibe, just a different environment. But boy, I see in Cuba. So he was like, Teddy, let's go. You understand? We spoke to Lero about it. Um, Lero's like, let us go. We talked to Voicey, let us go. And we said we bring in a whole production team just to chill. You know, we just go in and cool out on the right. That no one's, we didn't know what was going to come out of it, but we just wanted to document everything and said we were going to write and vibe and, you know what I mean? And then when we, and we didn't, we didn't want to stay in any fancy place, you know, um, we wanted to stay, um, in Havana with everybody, you know, we didn't want to be in no kind of nice up villa and pool and thing. We wanted to be on the ground and every night we didn't used to sleep. You know, we used to wake up and just play music in the house. So we cooking, we cooking together, you know, we vibing together and just playing music. But Cohen had that, that, um, Cohen had that, that loop. And that used to play throughout the whole house every day. So every day we woke up and it was vibes. And, and, and Lero, Lero came in with the, give me the girl, look out the lady, can you wind Yeah. And, and, and I, I was just hearing the first line I all I, I had in my head was, baby, I want you to be my ride or die. I don't know what I was saying. And Lero helped with the rest. When Voicey came in, Voicey came in a day after we were there. And, um, Voice like, people have different writing styles. So Voice went in his room, he come out. The next day, voices like, don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, it's you yeah. And and then the woman that was in charge of the Airbnb, she came in and mm -hmm. she had a top, and the top mic speechless on it. And voice said, "Fellas, that's the name of the song." So we set up a we set up a studio in in one of the rooms, and we turned the mm -hmm. closet into a into a a, a a booth. So we put sponge, we put towels. We put all kind of thing in there. That's where we recorded the demo. And we said we shoot in a video. And everything you saw on that, that video was not planned. We came out of the house with a box and we just started to walk the streets. And logo, logo, big up logo, you know, videographer from St. Lucia. You understand? Um, he came out and he just did his thing. We had everybody there. Miguel was there for the experience in the writing. You know, Cohen walk with everything. You understand? We just vibe. Wow. Him, and that's what happened. Any and lyrical went and sing to this girl and she just stood up by the door. But one thing in in Cuba, what we noticed in Cuba is that as much as they were a suppressed people, they they kept smiling every day. 
and they, they love music. Every, every corner that we went to, we heard people playing music and singing and doing, you understand? So it was like that. Wow. So Cuba just had that kind of shit. When I went to Cuba, I, listen to me, when I landed in Toronto after Cuba, I had a nice, I had a nice piece of steak because we couldn't eat what we wanted to eat over there because there is, you, you know, you, yeah, it's the, a real the communist embargo, kind of place. Yeah. You can't yeah. get everything you want. You can't, you know, they have people on lock, you know, there with that kind of vibe. And just the mere fact that Cuba had so much, was rich in that culture of music. This is where Speechless came on, you know, and this is what happened with us. Definitely uh, an amazing project. The video itself, I think, encapsulated the vibes of what you all saw as well and what you all learned. You know, you know that place Voice was singing his part, um, his chorus? I don't know what to say. Mm, what to ex say, that yeah. That exact spot was where they filmed um, Fast and Furious, eh? So Van Diesel yeah. and them, yeah, yeah, Van Diesel and them went there and do Fast, uh, Fast and Furious 9. You understand? So it was, yeah, I remember that. Wow. Same spot while walking with the girl, the ride or die spot while walking with the girl, they had that thing there in the, in the movie. So it was just nice ba -ba. for us to be there and, and just check the vibes and the people and, you know, the vibes of everybody. I've, I've learned to, Is... I've, I've created a nice network of, of friends that became, you know, family, you know, in the industry. Big up my uncle, my brother, you know, black my father in music, you know, which is one of the realest ever that gave me the Yes, larger. Yeah. Larger blacks and the whole old stars as well. Giving me the, blacks a speedy yeah, recovery. Yeah, giving me, the, giving me the opportunity to be in front as a member, you know, of the all stars. It, it's an honor, you know, and a privilege. And that is something I'll forever be grateful for. For his advice, his, he's one of the straightest ones with me. Not a yes person, you know, he's, he's one that will tell you as it is. And that's the kind of people that I have around that me. That you need. You understand? So I love him for life, you know. And he's getting better. Nice. We're happy to hear that. Yeah, man. So with everything and, you know, having your friends and your support system and not having the yes men and yes women on your team, you've managed to also successfully create an annual concert in St. Lucia that, that does amazing things. I'm talking about Euphoria now. Yeah. Tell us about that. Like, what, in a time where, you know, everyone has these Sokam winner competitions and everyone's doing these different things, why did you decide to go off and do your own show? Um, in St. Lucia, I dropped out of competition when I won in 2012. Then I jumped out because I thought I wanted to do more. You understand? I wanted to give people more. Um, it only happened that only on a groovy night you'd have gotten a groovy show with a lot of groovy music, you know? Right. And I wanted to do something different. So I remember um, talking to my manager at the time and I was like, Darwin, I have a couple of songs here, you know? And I want us to be able to I want to put that, I want to put it up, you know, let's, let's print a couple of CDs and do a little launch, you know, and see what will happen, you know. We decided to put the concert on a Thursday night, the little launch party on a Thursday night. Um, 1,500 people show up, 
on a Thursday night. Wow. When I'm going up to the venue, I started to cry because I couldn't believe where I'm seeing the vehicles and people parking, you know, going in the parking lot load like everybody. Now, there are two types of people there. There were people that were true supporters of me and my music, mm -hmm. and there are people that got upset that I dropped out of competition. So they want to see something fail to see, okay, let me see what he's going to do. Who do you think he is, Marshall? Who do you understand? So, wow. you understand? So the two type of people were there. And this was one of the most beautiful experiences. I remember in the middle of the song, I stopped the band. And I said, guys, y'all got work tomorrow. You're not going to work, you know? And the people was like, no, we not. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was the, listen to me. And every, everybody that was in that show, every year, when they, when they went home, they talked about it. And every year, it became bigger. The next year, we had about 2,500. The other year, we couldn't keep again. We had to go outside. About, about 35 to 4,000. And then it, it, it happened when Tallman, oh Lord, let me see this. Tallman, Tallman Kevin is there. That's when I brought Black. Kevin, pick up yourself. He said traffic to get up to the venue. I was in traffic, which is true. And then it became, it became, you know, the event, you know, all white event. And we had production. We had everything there. You understand? And we invited people, you know, to come over. My foot from Edwin Yearwood to Rupi, you understand, to um, to Destra, the voice, the wow. blacks and the all stars, to Cohen Dubois, you understand. Um, last year when Kess just surprised everybody, you know, and come through, it's been beautiful and it's been growing and growing. Tian Winter, yeah, Tian Winter, yeah. Tian has been a staple like for three years with me. You understand? And it's just something that opened up. And it's like we open up a kind of world that we can't close. You know? And everybody just vibing and everybody... You understand? It, it, it's a beautiful time, man. It's a beautiful time. Beautiful time. Ricardo Drew, Peter Ram, Skinny Fabulous. You know, all these guys came over already. Nice. So you should come next. You should come. Of course, I mean, once everything settles, don't know I touch in St. Lucia. Easy. St. Lucia is a, a beautiful place. Easy. Beautiful place, beautiful people. Hands down. So, as I mentioned, you know, earlier, there's a lot of young people and a lot of upcoming talent there in the chat, they're watching in. What's the number one piece of advice that you would give them if they're starting out right now and they want to be involved in the entertainment industry? Don't give up. You can't. If you do it because you love it, find out why you want to do it. Find out why you want to do it. If you're doing it for money, don't come. You understand? If you're doing it, if you're doing it to create change or try to, to initiate some sort of change, you understand? Or some sort of, you want to leave your stain on somebody's hearts or people's hearts and impressions by your music, then do it. Your passion will always make place for you. I call it the, 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 the PP of the, the industry. I call it passion placement. Because right. you, your passion will make way for you. Believe in what you do. You understand? Don't give up. There's been many times. I, let me tell you something, right? The year of the, the big people party thing with, with, 
with farming up here. Just uh, before you go into that, just remind everybody what that was, because I know we brought it up, but I don't know if we explain what actually happened. Um, um, the, the hook of the song, the hook of the song, melody, everything was mine. And then um, I was working on my version of Big People Party, which was about two years before Farmer Own came on with some writers, you know, from Trinidad. Right, which, which it, was 2012. Yeah. Did you yeah. write the song or was that a song written for you? I wrote the, the hook, the hook of the song, Big People Party, all day, all night, that's me. And then right. I sent it to some writers in Trinidad and then um, they took it because I was a small artist then, you know, they took it and they sold it to Farmer. And they rewrote the verses. So um, after that, there was back and forth and people putting venom between us. But Fam and I became okay. That day that I saw, I was in St. Lucia and I was watching Soka Monarch. And I heard the whole of Trinidad start to sing. Big people party. I cried. And in that time, I can't talk to my wife at the time because, you know, I, I can't say anything because she would not probably understand. I cried. Mm -hmm. The reason why I cried is that, okay, I am hearing people singing something, the entire children are singing something that I did. You understand? So I chose to deal with it a different way. Instead of going negative with it, I said to myself, Teddy, you have what it takes to be able to do it. You understand? Go back and, 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 and try again. And that's when Ale came two years after. And then the people that actually, you know, the people that actually um, had the, or, or messed up the whole thing between me and Farmer, their group, mm -hmm. their group ended up splitting up. You understand? I didn't, I yeah. didn't get a dollar from that song. I didn't get anything from that song. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't get anything. When they were going back and forth with me, I told them, don't dig nothing. I don't want anything. I'll, I'll go work. You understand and do what I have to do, and then that's what happened. And from that since, I've been here. So sometimes you've been, you you will get so many opportunities where, you know, you want to say, you know, you want to say forget it, you know. But don't don't give up. And your attitude, your attitude, your attitude, your attitude, your personality, your vibe. If that is not right, you're not going to make it. I know of people that have songs one time and then when they have the one song, you can't talk to them for that. Yeah, you understand? Because their attitude change. Don't do right. that. You understand? Your attitude is everything. Your attitude determines your altitude. You understand? I have musicians in my band. You can be the baddest musician ever and your attitude sucks. I will get somebody else. You understand? So make right. sure you're doing it out of a good place. Make sure you're doing it out of the right place. I am just doing what I love. And, and what I love is, is, is touching people with, with, with my music. So that's why we're talking right now. Well said, Daddy. Yeah, well said. And that's why I, I reach you and I have so much respect for you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Now, despite, you know, having the positive attitude and, you know, attacking life in a completely different way and trying to bring positive changes you still have had to face a lot of hate and, and negative feedback again you know us coming up in the industry you know we see that and sometimes we get discouraged 
How does Tennyson deal with negative feedback? I just try to kill you with kindness, you know. That's my thing. You may, you may, if I know in my heart I have nothing against you, I don't feel guilty if you feel a way towards me. There's nothing for me to feel guilty about because I know I haven't done you anything. I have, you know, it's like that. So you, you get that. That is not something that you can run from. If you, know right. you, if you know you're guilty, then your whole vibe and your aura changes. But if I do you nothing, you understand, and you feel the need not to call me. If I see you, I will hail you. Hey, my right. friend, everything good. Everything All the time. Nice, Chris. All the time. Yeah. I'm telling you. Here now, before you, before you say that, I in the airport in Trinidad, headed somewhere, right? Yeah. You know, I walk in, Teddy, come and hear me. Joe, what's going on? Yep. Yep, that's the kind of person this man is. Yeah, it's it, it's it's the truth. I know, I know, I know. You know, I'm like that with everybody, and you you can, you will ask in the industry, and you'll not get a bad story. The the worst they can tell you is that I did steal the chaser, and I would drink out all the chaser. That's all they tell you. But I chaser, don't we sir. They know, they know. I pass it in everybody's thing. That's me. You know, nice. But that's how I deal with it. If if I deal with it by just being myself, I know I haven't done anything wrong to you, so I have no reason to feel, you know, away. You understand? So that's how I am. I nice. Yeah, man. So another. So for all the young artists out there, make sure that you you kill them with kindness, and you know, don't take on haters. You, I know that. You, you, you're gonna get it everywhere that you go that that's part of life you know that's part of life if you have to take on what everybody says you know that's gonna kill you you know right just like i said invent do good they're going to talk do bad they're going to talk so what do you do do you stop living your life i don't think so nah. yeah all right so we want to thank you, Tadison, for being on this edition of Let's Talk Soka. Thank you. Uh, sponsored by, you know, the Soka analysts, the whole team. Large up Rich, large up Ashley in the chat as well. Now, for those who are now tuning in, because we had a few latecomers, yeah. where can they stream your latest project, Caribbean Moscato? Every, everything is online. It's on Tidal, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, Deezer. Make sure you go to iTunes. I want you to go to iTunes and buy. I want you to go to iTunes and buy. Pay $9.99. US. You understand? US and buy it. You pay more money for your weave. You pay more money on Johnny Walker Black when you go to the clubs. You understand? So if you support good music and you vibing with us, you know, just, just do that. You can keep following me um, at Tedison John you know, on Instagram. Um, also, my band, TJ Project Official, you know, on Instagram. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tedison John. Um, also, my Facebook, you know, page, Tedison John. Um, I am working on a second album, you understand, that may be ready. I'm looking at end of February, March. 11 nice. 11 brand new songs. I am so excited, you know, for it. Um, it, it's just a beautiful body of, of, of work. I want to put out more bodies of work compared to a song here or there. I want to put out a body of work. 
So when you're not hearing me, that's what I'm I'm doing. We're doing albums. We're trying to do albums Excellent. and just give people more, you know, to vibe with, you know, update your playlist, you know, just give you more. That's what I want to be able to do. That is what we're talking about, my brother. Yeah, man. So make sure you go and check out Tadison John's Caribbean Moscato album as well as watch the live concert. Did that you see the concert? On. Did you see the concert? Of course. <laughs> what you th what you thought of the concert? Amazing. I mean, from the pre-show from when you had Barry and Levi to when you went and performed and watch now. We watching the beautiful Saint Lucia the lusciousness. It looking like a background, but it's actually Saint Lucia, you know? yes. and it's so calm. Beautiful. 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 Wanna thank my entire team, um, two thirty eight square miles. Wanna thank, you know, my band members, the TJ project, you know, the Tennis and John project, everybody who just came through, the sound engineer, everybody that made what it is, everybody. So keep keep watching it, keep sending it to people. We see your comments, you know, we appreciate your comments. Um, the only comment negative that I got so far is that the concert was too short. But I prefer giving you just something enough, you understand, that you can... Yeah. So you get the album and you, you see the concert, so you know it, it's not, you know, it's real. You understand? So I just appreciate everybody for, for loving the vibe, man, you know. Um, and we are excited to do another one, you know, when the other album is, 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 is coming out. It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be beautiful, man. Thank you for rocking keep on doing what you're doing you understand everybody go check out your mixes you understand thank you, thank you for for vibing me on the mixes and everybody else and just just you know dealing man so thank you and i appreciate that of course lodge up yourself teddy stay safe wear your mask and we're looking forward to new music thank you i'm i'm releasing something new on my birthday which is december the 17th Wait, that is next, but that is next week. Yep. Next seven days from today. Yeah, so something coming. All right. Yeah. So all you keep it locked. Make sure you go and follow Tellison John now because I'm telling all there's something. This man does not disappoint. Music, quality music. I appreciate it. Some of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Make sure you go and follow him now. Thank all you. All right, Teddy. Bless up. Bless up. Thank you to everybody on the live. God bless you. Go get the album. And when you're listening to it, tag me. Let me know your favorite song. Let me know. Just tag me if you like it. Tag me. I'm reposting, okay? Wicked. Right. All right. Yeah. And that was Tadison John. Thank you to everyone who tuned into the interview. Coming up next week, we have Keegs, a Parang Soka artist. As we, you know, we go into the Christmas season and we study some of the Parang Soka artists as well. So let me play the song that kick-started Tadison John's career in soca music. Let me go. Don't forget to follow at Tadison John as well as Live Love Soca for more interviews like this. Stay safe, wear all your masks. See you next time.